0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Instead We Made a Pod. Um, Today we are going to be doing something a little bit different so we're straying away from our re-watches for national final season and we are going to be looking at the first national final of the year. We're looking at ESCZ today and of course I'm joined by my absolutely amazing co-host MJ. Miss J, how are we darling?
1: I'm good. It's been a minute, I've realised. It feels like so long since we recorded one of these. We took a bit of a break. It has. We haven't
0: heard my newscaster voice in so long. I know.
1: It's like dusting (laughs) dusting it all off. And it feels like even though it's December, so much is happening all at once Eurovision-wise.
0: This is... It's been an insane year so far. It's looking like 2024 is going to be so much fun. We've got some big names announced already. We're not really going to delve into that today because we're going to wait for five internal songs to be released to really go through them all. So if you're looking for the internal stuff, that will be coming down the line. But you can say, very, very excited about the artists that have been picked so far. Today, we're looking at ESCZ and myself and MJ watched this national final together. MJ, how did you find ESCZ?
1: Mm, Okay, so I really like Czechia in Eurovision. I really appreciate that they try and do a lot with not very much. They're not a big delegation. I really appreciate that they try and send something quite high quality and that they're always trying to elevate ESCZ. We had that kind of live on tape style performance in 2022. They then did a televised national fine in 2023. And then obviously for 2024, they've kind of done the same thing, but with a more live performance audience setup. So I appreciate that they're constantly trying to progress. With that being said, I was not mad on ESCZ this year. I was really excited, and we will get into the songs and stuff obviously when we talk about them. But it it didn't hit in the way that I was kind of hoping it would overall. Um, yeah, yeah. I really liked Vesna last year. Really liked my sister's crown. I thought twenty twenty two ESCZ was one of the strongest kind of national final selections of that year. And then, yeah, this one kind of fell flat for me, which was kind of sad.
0: I am going to come in with a different perspective here. Mm. I feel like people baby Czechia a little bit in the fandom. I feel like these kind of excuses of like, oh, well, they're trying their best and blah, 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 blah. Is like all well and good if you match that energy for every broadcaster. But realistically, if the standard of ESCZ was put onto Eurosong this year, RTE would be lambasted for what it gave. Let's be real here. ESCZ was an absolute shit show this year. It was. (laughs) It was horrific. It was tough to watch. The songs were mid if not bad there was no standout song and we'll get into this but none of these songs are doing anything for me the performances were shocking the sound quality was shocking the hosting was shocking (laughs) for me it's definitely on track to be the worst national final of the year and i don't really had one no like you know what i'll tell you how i feel
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, you're like it's the worst one yet instead of one
0: Yeah, there has been one, but look at the standard that's coming up. And yeah, obviously, Eurosong is coming up, so that's also going to be in the running. But (laughs) at the same time, I'm like, you know what? Let's just call it for what it is. Why does Czechia need a little pass for a small delegation? Coming from, like, an Irish point of view, the Irish delegation is one person. (laughs) So... (laughs) I'm kind of looking at this and I'm like, okay, so why are we giving Czechia a free pass for what was a very bad national final? It deserves to be critiqued in the way that every other national final should be. Just because it has a small delegation and a small budget, that is similar to so many smaller countries around Europe. We're not all Sweden. We don't all have the budget of the BBC or or TVE or NRK. There are smaller broadcasters that do much better. and the Czech national broadcaster needs to step their game up because what was brought to us this year was just an absolute shambles, <laughs> in my opinion. And you know what? Attack me on Twitter if you want. That's, I've that's...
1: missed this so much. Me saying something <laughs> kind of diplomatic and then you just going, I'll go on further, it sucks.
0: <laughs> it was shocking. It was really, really poor. It just nothing about it was was of good quality whatsoever. Now, we do have someone today joining us that was actually in Prague for ESCZ. He is very well known within the fandom. He is a collaborator on ESC United and he has recently gone to YouTube fame through his new YouTube channel, which has been producing absolutely incredible Eurovision content. So we would really like to welcome... a brilliant friend of the pod Gabe. Gabe how are you?
2: Hi both it's a pleasure to be here alongside the least opinionated man in Ireland.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly
0: <laughs> always keeping it neutral Gabe always you know this so well by now. <laughs>
1: Switzerland of the Euro. Oh, well truly. you know you've always,
2: you've always just been so shy and retiring both of you um, <laughs> and it's great to be here. where we—I'm sure—we will express zero opinions and stay entirely neutral the whole time.
0: Of course, and we won't. Sure. We won't disagree once, Gay. We never do. Oh no, no never! <laughs> How could I ever disagree with you? <laughs>
1: I feel like I'm going to be like a referee in a boxing ring for this episode.
0: <laughs> we'll see how long it takes for me to pull the Lorene Stan versus Kairi Stan card out. Oh,
1: let's leave that in 2023. <laughs> Not but,
0: okay, we're Honestly, so, so happy to have you on. Being an amazing friend of the pod and an amazing personal friend for the both of us. Yeah. So, yeah, just absolutely really excited to hear your experience at ESCZ. So, Gabe, do you want to start us off by maybe telling us a little bit about Prague, a little bit about the national final, kind of getting to witness it? I know that you had press accreditation, so you were there the night before, got to do interviews. What was your vibe from the artists, from the national final itself? And kind of what did you make of it
2: from being there? So there were a lot more moving parts, I think, than in past years for ESCZ. ESC United was the only outlet in attendance that interviewed the head of delegation. We spoke to him and he said that they were on the same budget as in past years. It made an impression that they had made such a conscious effort to try and firstly include fans and secondly, to produce a full national final. I think it's very much for them a journey that they're going on and they know they're not there yet. I also was obviously, as you say, lucky enough to be press accredited. So we got to see the rehearsal. May I point out, I, after that rehearsal, tweeted that Ico would win and no one believed me. So I'm going to (laughs) be flexing that one. Honestly, given that the budget was the same as last year, I have a slightly better opinion of of how it went down than Adam P. The one thing that was really clear (laughs) to me, though, was that it felt in that room, the informal way in which the press stuff happened, the rehearsal starting late, the fact that the venue and the sound, it clearly wasn't made for TV it was made for a performance to that room. And that is not a venue that was suited to broadcast. So there's a lot of things that said to me, this is a broadcaster that doesn't yet have the institutional knowledge to run a full production, but it very much felt like a kind of, this is going to be a bit of a sort of shotgun wedding of a national final for a few years, but we have to go through the pain to get to the game later. And that also meant things like we were able to film on stage just because there was one guy managing all of the press and we just asked him and he was like, yeah, sure, I'll walk you around. I would say it was a bit of a kind of seat of your pants. We are putting the track down in front of us as we go experience. But in the room, it was actually a good show. The songs sounded good. I had a great time. And a bit of one of the act's costumes fell off and hit me on the head halfway through the show as well, which was an added bonus. It's a pity
0: it didn't knock you out. I would have preferred
2: Eeyore than watching ESCZ, to be honest.
0: Uh, but...
1: We did have great fun watching it on the Monday and just you going, oh, I can see Gabe." game.
0: I, I'm so glad that you had a great time, Gabe. Better time than myself. <laughs> <laughs> watching it over a, a Discord call with a couple of friends yeah look i think obviously being there and 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 this is the thing i think obviously when you go to a national final i think your perception of it is always going to be so different from say people who who watched it online or who watched it back because for myself i remember i was at eurosong 2023 and i was like all of these were actually half decent and then you watch it back and you're like whoa that did not translate well to tv so yeah, it's very different when you're actually there. For myself as a viewer, it is nice to know that the delegation kind of knew that it was going to be a little bit hodgepodge because it was. And I don't think there's any denying a club setting probably wasn't the best setting for a national final. But in saying that, look at what Ukraine have done. It's the same thing. I don't give an excuse for RTE to kind of say, well, look, this is the only thing we have because I'm like, look what Ukraine are doing with Vidbeer. They're making an incredible national final out of out of a subway station, so I get things are are a work in progress. But yeah, for me this year it was just it was a tough watch. MJ, I suppose shall we move on to the song?
1: Yes, Les And obviously there were seven songs in this national final, so we do have room to talk about all of them. When we're getting to, you know, some of the meatier national finals that we'll be discussing later down the lines, we definitely won't be doing that. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if we do a sad Remo episode? We'd be, it'd take as long as the show does.
2: How about 106 <laughs> songs in uh, Unavocit per San Marino again? Want to go every si- through every single one?
1: Episode 5,000. <laughs> you watch
0: us go, Gabe. You watch us go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I guess it would be a good idea to talk about them in Miss World reverse order so then we end on the winner. So, I guess we'll start with the song that unfortunately came last. There always has to be a last place. This year it was Gianna Leigh with Starlet. I guess I'll start off. This ended exactly where I thought it would. I can't really remember a lot about the song itself. She seemed a combination to me of really nervous, but also kind of like she was at the karaoke. It definitely felt like she needed a bit more experience under her belt as a performer. So yeah, not really surprised this finished last. I don't really have much to say about it. Adam, what were your thoughts on Starlet?
0: Holy mother of God.
1: (laughs) It's your winner? What
0: what in God's name was this? (laughs) (laughs) No, look, I'm not going to, to bash a performer too much, but the poor girl looked absolutely petrified on stage. The song was just really, really poor. The thing was, though, she looked scared the entire time because her interview with César Samson, she looked petrified of the man. (laughs) She looked so scared of him during that interview. And I don't know, maybe it was nerves. Maybe it was just not being used to as big of a deal as performing in a national final is. This was just so messy. And yeah, unfortunately, it was a deserved last place. And who dressed her? Because that outfit was, oh, it was not it. It was not it whatsoever. All in all, a, a total train wreck. A total train wreck. I knew I said I was going to be nice, but, it, it, you know, it was, <laughs> it was. It was It was an absolute train wreck. Gabe, go ahead. <laughs> what did so, you think?
2: I think this was the equivalent of, and I actually, I really feel for Gianna, this is the equivalent of rolling a dice ten times and getting a one every single time. There was just a real confluence of a whole bunch of things for Jana that led to this performance ending up how it is. It's like number one, she has a song where her voice is really exposed. That's the kind of song where the backing track is so minimalist that if you're not on your game, it's going to be really noticeable. Number two, she was very sick. Girl, literally had bronchitis. Like,
1: oh my God, oh,
2: was- did she? Yeah, she was really ill. And oh. so her preparation had been terrible. She actually ben. had to go back on stage during the rehearsal to sort some stuff out because they were worried about her microphone. It was already clear, by the way, at that point, that things were not going to go well. The thing is, though, if you're ill, if you have a song that where your vocal is very exposed, if you're an experienced performer, you can find a way. You can make it sound maybe not your best, but at least serviceable. Gianna is not an experienced performer. She is just starting out in her career and having that set of circumstances. And yeah, the song isn't very strong, you know, respectfully either, just led to an absolutely brutal outcome. I think there was a real feeling in the, like you could tell something was wrong standing there in the room. And I think the the crowd wasn't quite a supportive mood because you could see she was struggling. You could tell that something wasn't right because you're sat there listening to it. And I thought this both in the press rehearsal and then in the actual show, you're like, there's no way this girl sings like this. Usually I really, really feel for her because everything that could have gone wrong for her did. But I just I hope she learns from it and that we see, you know, it's the kind of artist you don't want to get burned by the process. Right. You want them to come back. You want them to try something different. But there was a lot of lessons to be taken from this and it did deserve to come last, unfortunately.
1: Oh, I feel yeah. awful for her now.
0: <laughs> I don't. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I'm kidding. Look, obviously being sick during a national final is horrendous. Look, I, I stand by everything I said. Obviously, that does add some context to why it sounded the way it did. But that doesn't take away from the fact that as a song in general, it's very weak and it's very poor. So... Oh yeah,
2: the weird sort of hook sound thing, with it was the melody in the background, I find it quite jarring. When I first heard
0: this, I was like, this doesn't belong in ESCZ because this does not get into ESCZ 2022 or 2021 or 2023 and 2022, sorry. It just doesn't. It's weak. It's, mm-hmm.
1: it.
0: it's probably the weakest national final song we've heard from Czechia yet and look i really hope she she is very new in her career maybe she starts experimenting with different sounds different genres maybe and and she comes back with something a lot stronger but this was just it just wasn't it
1: i guess next then sixth place was thomas robin with out of my mind I will preface by saying that Thomas Robin is a beautiful man with a beautiful face. (laughs) (laughs) There was a palpable shift in energy. A few of us watched this on a a video call together. There was a palpable shift in energy when that man walked onto the stage. Was there? There was. There was for some of us, including me. I like a man with facial hair and tattoos.
2: Well, we all have our tastes, MJ. (laughs) We do.
1: (laughs) It's very clear what oh, my are. <laughs> I thought this song was okay. I think he's got a really good voice. And I think he did a competent job. I just thought that it was kind of mid. The whole national final was so weak. I ended up thinking this was one of the better ones. But I just don't think it really had enough about it to really inspire people to like pick up their phones and put a ton of votes in for it it was fine and actually i guess in the wider context of the scc fine was kind of the best we were gonna get on the <laughs> night <laughs> which is a damn shame do i think it maybe deserve to do better than like second to last sure am i surprised no at the end of the day you need to be memorable to get votes and this wasn't really adam what are your thoughts
0: very quick very brief we've got rag and bone man at home That's <laughs> all I have. To say. we've got rag and bone man at home i Bad. did
1: think b-tech lewis capaldi at one point
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> poor song a decent vocal nothing to it deserved fifth place sixth place yeah just mid 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 all the way through gabe
2: I don't know. I kind of felt like I was being yelled at. You know, yeah, rag- yell at
0: me. <laughs> rag and bone, man.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, God. No, MJ, listen. You can, you're going to need to go sit in horny jail for the next oh, few no.
1: minutes
2: and have a calm down and maybe also raise your standards. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, in all seriousness, I think nope. this song it needed a much bigger chorus than it had. I was waiting for something didn't quite get there for me. I think also this one, I liked the studio version and I thought it was promising when I heard it. It wasn't the same live. The production maybe didn't help it, but it just, it had so little impression on people clearly. I mean, as the 2,200 total votes that this received shows, it got lost a bit and it just wasn't really that memorable. It getting lost in the
0: live kind of
2: implies that it's
0: Decent studio wise. And I mean, like, this can't nobody's attention studio wise either. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like,
2: I'm calling you out, Adam. Adam P, I am calling you out right now. The first time we listened to these songs in a Discord server, we listened to the three that were. <laughs> you went, Oh, <laughs> this one's good. I like this one.
1: <laughs> Adam is ruining the day we agreed
2: so... to have you on. <laughs> You, my friend, have been caught with your pantaloons around your ankles.
1: <laughs> Adam P, do you have anything to say to say for yourself?
0: I was very drunk
1: when <laughs> we listened to these songs for the first time. <laughs>
2: <day. laughs> what um... else is new? <laughs> Touché, game. Touché. <laughs> I never forget and I'm not going to be forgiven by you for that either.
1: I guess to stop these two from killing each other, we'll talk about the fifth place, which was, of course, Lenny with the song Good Enough. I would say that Lenny was probably, I mean, she is the most established artist that Czechia sent this year. Very well-known performer. And I think it really showed that she was an established artist. I thought that her live performance was the most solid one. It was the one that it was the most difficult to find any fault with. So in that sense, I was really surprised that this only came fifth. And my initial reaction was shock. Like, oh, wow, like she, she was really good. I'm surprised that, you know, and she's got, you know, probably a more established fan base as well. I'm surprised people didn't pick up for this. But then I thought about it a little bit and I realised that when I tried to think of the actual song, I could not remember it. You could tell me to hum the song now. I could not tell you how the song goes. I remember watching it and thinking okay, this is a kind of standard Eurovision ballad, kind of boring, but she really sells it. I can't remember anything about the song itself. And then actually, if that's the case, maybe fifth place is not such a shocker. But she gave a really solid performance with what she had. I wish that she'd come back maybe with a stronger song because I can see now how this kind of got lost. What about you, Adam?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty much in agreement with you. It was very competent on the night. Vocally, she was very strong. Performance-wise, the song was very put together. It was staged decently as, you know, it was staged as well as you could on the stage of a nightclub. But altogether, it was a good package. The song itself was its letdown. It's just not memorable. It's not catching. It's a good song. It's not so... that you remember it for being terrible it's not great so you don't remember it for being great it was just there it was great filler there's nothing really that was a big standout for it so whilst I was kind of like this doesn't deserve to come as low as it did compared to some of the other songs in this national final you know it doesn't deserve to be down there with the other two songs we've already discussed but it just was very forgettable on the night In terms of the song itself There's not a lot
2: going for it Gabe, what did you think? I'm Frustrated by this one Because you take An extremely experienced Really, really talented Singer whose voice And I remember when, we, when she first Sung in the rehearsal, myself And uh, David, my colleague from ESC United, sort of looked at each other And went like, oh wow Like, she can really, really sing. This song just didn't let her spread her wings enough, in my opinion. There is so much potential here in terms of the performer, in terms of the experience she has. And like you say, I don't really remember the song all that well. I heard them all, you know, a lot over those two days. I think it's just a shame, but this is one that I think is likely to come back and probably, I think, win in future because... She has such a strong back catalogue. She's so well known in the Czech Republic. If she brought a strong enough song, she'd win. And I think we would all love it. But this was not that song. So it pretty much deserved to end up somewhere in the middle.
0: That is what I was going to say. I was like, I definitely love to see her back again. You can blatantly see the talent is there. But just this song was was not the right song to, to go to Eurovision, especially in this year, considering how stacked 2024 seems like it's going to be. You know, this song would be a dead on arrival.
1: So from a song that a lot of us struggle to remember to a song that has been wedged in my head and I cannot get rid of it for the two weeks it's been since I first heard it, is the song that came fourth place. Tom Sean of Dopamine Overdose. I can't get no sleep, so high in dopamine. Ever get no sleep, or do you dopamine? Sweat on your body, sweet like teriyaki. I can't get no sleep, I can't get no sleep, so high do dopamine. When I say I cannot get this song out of my head, I mean it. I'll be walking around, you know, the house, I'll be pottering around at work and all that is going through my head is I can't get no sleep so high and open. Just on a continuous loop. I actually ended up voting for this because for me, I feel like if we're gonna get televote only semis again, I could just see people picking up for this. He's a cute young guy. I thought it was kind of a club banger. I'd love to hear it in Euro Club, even though obviously it didn't win. I think Sweet Like Teriyaki is maybe one of the stupidest lyrics I've heard. And in Eurovision, that's really saying something. We're talking about a competition that gave us the lyric, all that spicy melts my icy. I still stand by it. Sweet Like Teriyaki is ridiculous. But I don't care. I just thought this was a really fun song. And at this point, with songs that were either bad or the live performance was bad or were just kind of aggressively mid, I felt like we needed a bit of fun. So that's ultimately why I ended up voting for it. I'm a little sad this isn't going for Melma. It must be said. Adam, what were your thoughts on dopamine overdose?
0: Oh,
2: Tom. Tom, 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 Tom. Control yourself, Mr. P.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know that he grew up in Ireland as well.
0: No, he didn't.
1: Yeah, he spent like the first nine years of his life in Dublin.
0: Oh my God, we're probably (laughs) related.
1: I think his whole family's Czech, but he was born in Dublin and spent part of his childhood there.
0: I mean, that's why he's so gorgeous now. Because <laughs> You know, the Irish jeans just rubbed off on him. He has that Celtic riz. Celtic riz. <laughs> but no, honestly, he is such a little cutie. I absolutely loved the outfit that he had on for the national final. Never opposed to a pretty guy showing some skin in a national final. I thought uh, you
1: were going to faint
0: yeah yeah and if you're ever coming back to the Polish national selection take notes (laughs) (laughs) it was really fun it was three minutes of just boppy euro trash fun that's what it was it felt like a callback almost to the Eurovision of the early 2010s And I just had a really good time during this performance. And much like you, MJ, this is what I voted for, partly because he he was very, very pretty, but also because for me, this song felt like the most fun on the night. It translated the best to stage. I felt like the choreography was the strongest. And yeah, there might've been stronger songs in the studio, but those stronger songs in the studio just did not translate at all onto stage. So for me, this got my vote. And I am very sad he's not going to Malmo for multiple reasons. (laughs) But He brought a really good, solid, fun party to ESCZ for three minutes. And it really needed it. It was the pick-me-up that the national final needed. So, yeah, I had a really good time during this. And, yeah, would love to see him back again.
2: (laughs) Gabe, what did you think? One word, banger. This was so much fun. And actually, one thing I really enjoyed, and I think it came across both live and on the stream, he was really enjoying this. Genuinely, he was having a blast. And I think for this kind of song, that really helps. In my opinion, it was my second favorite of the show. And like I say, I just love the enthusiasm, that kind of thing for me. I think people forget ultimately it's a show, it's a party. You can cover up for a lot of Less than perfect vocals, or you know, staging errors, or whatever else, if you're just having a good time and you have this kind of infectious enthusiasm. And to me, it felt like he had that. And for a performer so young to be able to produce that is really impressive.
1: I really hope he comes back because obviously he's got quite a lot of years. (laughs) I know you do.
2: Every day I am at risk of Adam P suddenly talking about his tasted men. Every day I am terrorised by this. Girl, I can me never too. Escape. Girl, me too. Gabe, you've had to. Gabe, to be fair, you've had to hear about it
0: every day for the last what, like five months at this point. So <laughs> every
2: single day.
1: I was just gonna say I think it's Stockholm syndrome at this point. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Move on to song four before
0: I storm out.
1: <laughs> the song that placed third was MIDI with Red Flag Parade. <gasps> This was so um Oh my God. I love a disaster bop at Eurovision. And we got one so early with Red Flag Parade. I love the outfits. I just love that it was just a trashy banger. I loved the fake out with the line that should have been swearing. And then they just bleeped it out. And a lot of people really thought this was going to win. It was topping a lot of the polls, my Eurovision scoreboard, the Wee Wee Blogs poll. And I wouldn't have been mad at this winning, actually. I think it would have just been a camp bot, but I would have had a great time. I was going to say I would have had a great time in the Malmo Arena. However, I have jury final tickets, and I'm not sure if this would make it to the final or not. But if it did, I would be having a great old time. Unfortunately, it was not to be, but I really enjoyed this. And yeah, a little sad it only placed third. Adam.
0: Camp as tits. Oh my <laughs> God. This was such good, crack I had the best time having a bop to this. It was so much fun. It was great. It was so bad that it was brilliant. The four little marching drummers behind her just. Added to just how extra and amazing this was. Yeah, I'm totally behind this going to Malmo. I would have had an absolute bop in the arena. I have tickets for all of the jury shows, so I would have seen this. And yeah, I would have absolutely bopped away to this in the arena. So I'm a bit disappointed it's not going. But you know what? Midi, come back with another disaster bop because... It was so much fun. So much fun. 10 out of 10, come back. Great song. (laughs) Gabe, what did you think?
2: I actually now a piece of one of said extremely camp outfits, the lead singer, one of the fake kind of bits of jewelry, fell off her costume during the uh, performance and landed on me. So I now carry that around as like a good luck charm although maybe it wasn't so lucky since they came third. I really enjoyed this. I thought they made best use. In terms of live performance, this was the best performed song. Cam yeah, as pretty- all hell, as you said. She sounded really good. And to be honest, after the show, I was like, hold on, this could actually win. It wasn't my original prediction, but I was like, this is going to come first or second. So I was actually really quite surprised when it came third to me i think it's a shame it's not going to Malmo in a lot of ways because i think they would have brought it up a notch that said the beep beep thing i'm not a fan it's not for me the beep beep thing so that's my very minor gripe other than that 10 out of 10 loved it really silly exactly what this whole thing is about in my opinion so well done and commiserations yeah 10 t- like come back please we love you
0: yeah mj what came runner up
1: then so the song that came runner-up obviously placed second overall, it actually won the Czech vote. So ESCZ is 100% decided by Televote, 70% of that vote is international voters, 30% is Czech voters. Ellie with the angel share came second overall and won the Czech vote. I'm- I can see why this did as well as it did. I was initially uncertain about this because I kind of felt like because her vocal was more exposed in the verses you could really tell at the beginning that she was nervous. I thought like you could tell that her voice shivered a little but then when she gets to the chorus there's more sort of vocal support and then as the song progressed I felt like she really hit her stride. She has a beautiful voice. I can see why a check Audience responded to it. But I do think it's interesting the kind of discourse this has thrown up. And maybe this is something that we'll talk more about when we talk about the winner as well. There are some people saying that they don't think it's fair that the Czech vote is not given as much weight at the SCZ, and that it's not fair that Czech people don't really get as much of a say in voting for their own act, as it were. I'm not sure how far I agree with that, because obviously, when it comes to Eurovision, the people at home will not be voting for their own acts. They're going to be voting for other countries. And so really, are you better sending something that has more international vote appeal? I thought this was solid. I thought she gave a good live performance. Is it the kind of thing that I really, really, really love? Not really, but I can see why it did well. Adam, what are your thoughts on the song and how it did? And-
0: I completely disagree with you. Hmm. On the Czech vote, therefore, this should be representing Czechia, Eurovision, 100%. Interesting. Uh, For me, I think it's an absolute joke that 70% of the poll is international. When realistically, let's call a spade a spade here. 70% of the poll isn't international. 70% of the poll is Eurofan, which is (laughs) 83% of what's actually going to be watching during Eurovision. We are not that big of a community. We're big, but in terms of how many people actually watch these shows, we're, we're nothing compared to the actual viewership. And we've seen that in years where Euro fan favourites absolutely flop. All you need to do is look at Spain this year. We all thought that Don't was... Don't
1: remind me, please.
0: <laughs> we all thought that was the big top 10 and it came last in the televote. So that logic just doesn't add up to me. As an Irish person, I'm like... <laughs> you know what, if the Irish public decided that Wild Youth was who they wanted to send, then let's send Wild Youth. I don't agree with it, but it's what the majority of the Irish public want to represent them. And when you have something that wins overwhelmingly and still doesn't even come close to the actual winner, it's not right, in my opinion. If they make it 50-50, I'd be a little bit more okay with, but I do think it actually should be the other way around. I think it should be 70% Czech, 30% international, because it just doesn't seem very fair that the Czech voice in the Czech national final is practically ignored for a couple of people on Twitter. This song wasn't my favourite of the night, but it was strong. It had good vocals. It would have... Been respectable at Eurovision, it probably wouldn't have qualified, but I don't think the winners qualifying either if they perform like they did at the national final. (laughs) But it was a really respectable performance and it was really solid. And I think if this is what the Czech people wanted, this is what should be representing Czechia. Gabe, what do you
2: think? I'm gonna try not to throw up when I say this, but I agree with Adam P. (laughs) (laughs) Even it happens often. (laughs) I don't think it does, honey. (laughs) <laughs> this would not have been my choice to win in fact we haven't talked about my winner but the vote was pretty clear in ellie's favor on the czech side of things and if the czech people wanted her to be the entry then she should have been the entry i think ultimately you should have whatever your system is it should give supremacy to the voters in your own country think something like umk in finland where it's two-thirds Televote, or think about a slightly more subtle way of doing it. In Germany, the televote and the jury had the same number of points to allocate in total, but you could get a higher total number of points from the televote because the jury, obviously, you can only get 12 times six or whatever. But for the televote, if you got 50% of the televote, you'd get 50% of the available points from the entire pool. So you'd end up with a lot more. So that system, even though it's kind of 50 50, is actually you know empowers the televote i'm getting too bogged down in the details but the point is is that i completely agree on that point i think it was a strong song that was performed well when i interviewed her she mentioned how nervous she had been the whole day so i'm really happy for her that she gave such a strong performance in difficult performing conditions let's say that said i think we should point out that this national final had 45,000 viewers on Czech tv If it had 45,000 viewers on Czech TV, how were there 42,000 voters? Now, I'm not going to go tinfoil hat here. I'm not saying, and I'm sure there's an explanation for this, but the number of voters seems awfully high compared to the number of people who watch the show. It seems unlikely to me that 95 plus percent of viewers watch the show.
0: Gabe, there's a girl in Ireland who voted for Wild Youth 186 times.
1: Well, that is true. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> that is true. That is true, but it just struck me as odd because the number of voters, and it was the same in the international as well, jumped very substantially from last year. From twenty thousand total across both sections to almost a hundred thousand. It was like ninety five thousand seven hundred something like that. Now I'm sure there's a reason for that, and I think it was more hyped this year because it was the first one, so people were more excited. But it just seemed odd. With that said, I think second is probably about a fair result. I wanted more from the chorus in this song. Again, I wanted it to go somewhere. I would wanted some big notes. This song had space for them, but, but they weren't there in this performance yet. And I think that's what stopped Ellie from winning overall.
0: Thank you for agreeing with me, Gabe. You yeah. know, I it,
2: hope this is the trend where you realise that I'm always right.
1: Oh, my uh, God. <laughs>
2: literally i'm literally feeling queasy right now you make me
1: sick while uh... gabe takes a breather and maybe drinks some water we will talk about then obviously the winner of escz the song and the artist that ultimately are representing czechia at eurovision 2024 and that is aiko with her song pedestal Artists got announced for ESCZ. I was pumped to see Aiko's name. She's an artist I was familiar with. I really like her music. There's a song that she's done with Boy Junior, who's another artist I really like, called Restless. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I love Aiko. I really hope she wins. I figured out pretty quickly that it was probably going to be Pedestal because the song's about two and a half minutes and Was released in late September. I was like, okay, there's a chance that this could be the song she's sending. And it's actually produced by a guy called Stephen Ansell, who is the drummer and one of the two members of a band called Blood Red Shoes, who I also really liked. I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. I'm so excited. And then Gabe was at press rehearsal. He was telling us all about how it was going. And he was like, oh my God, Ico was great. And I was like, yes, this is going to be so good. And then she was the first up and I was so disappointed. Her live vocals on the night were just so messy. It didn't sound good. I get sort of wanting to hype up your audience and really feel the moment. But also you're presenting this song as a Eurovision entry and I am concerned about how this is going to do. I wrote it off almost as soon as I'd heard the performance of that I was like okay I was really excited to see what she'd do I don't think that's winning that's a real shame I was so shocked when this won it was really not doing bits in any other polls that I'd seen it came fifth with the Czech vote which is kind of where I expected it to come overall but obviously it dominated the international vote which you know, really weighed heavily in his favour, but I'm so surprised it even did that well. I like Heiko's back catalogue. I like Pedestal as a studio track. I think it's probably the most credible as a kind of entry if you're just going by the studio track. However, it's a live performance, and I just felt as a live performance, it didn't cut the mustard. They've got time, I guess, to kind of bring it up to scratch, they can obviously use pre-recorded backing vocals. I think using those, especially in the chorus, like they do in the studio version, would help. It needs work. It's going to qualify. And obviously, this is a country that needs to get out of a semi-final. As it stands, just with the package that we've seen, I don't know if this is getting out of a semi-final, But time will tell. I have mixed feelings about this. I was excited to see what Ico would do. But having seen what Ico would do, I'm kind of a little not thrilled that it's won. Adam, I feel like we're going to get some <laughs> real sound bites here.
2: I'm scared. I'm really Me scared
1: see. of what I'm about to hear. Yeah,
0: this was bad. This was a car wreck from start to finish. The live was absolutely atrocious. I've seen people on Twitter genuinely not realize that the song was in English until they've heard the studio version. That's how bad that live was. It was possibly one of the worst lives I've heard on a national final. Shocking, shockingly bad. It just was a mess from start to finish. She did not hit one note. It was just so poor. The whole package was just horrendously done. And the studio version, I agree decent now for me bit of an olivia rodrigo from shane if i'm being honest i don't rate the song all that much i'm not too keen on it it's just not doing it for me it's fine you know but genuinely this has pre-party season to convince me of what it can do if it doesn't convince me by then I'm going into Mamo being like this is dead on arrival 100% this is not qualifying because that was one of the messiest performances I've ever seen. The yelps that she was making while trying to perform just oh it was absolutely atrocious and this coming fifth with the Czech vote speaks absolute volumes to me this does not deserve to go to Eurovision in my opinion the fact that Euro fans love the studio version. And here's what I'll say as well. I think a lot of Euro fans probably voted in the Czech national selection without watching the Czech national final. I think a lot of people probably voted by looking at the music videos or looking at the audios that were released and said, oh, this one's good. I cannot imagine how someone can watch that national final, see how badly that song was performed and still vote for it because at that point that just seems like you're trying to sabotage czechia and i totally guess that vesna's performance was messy during their national final and it came together really really well but vesna's performance was messy vesna's performance wasn't unwatchable this performance is unwatchable it's really really badly done the vocals are off pitch off key the entire time It's just, the only thing I can say is like, this was genuinely one of the worst national performances I've seen in a very long time. And it baffles me how this has won. Congratulations to her. I hope that she gets it together because studio wise, this is a relatively strong track. I still, in saying that, don't think if she gets it together, this is a dead on qualifier in Malmo. I know that we're very soon into the whole thing, but this song doesn't scream something that people will absolutely pick up their phones for. This is fine as a studio version, as a live version from what we've seen. Dead. This is this is not qualifying. If she gets it together, it might qualify. But I don't think Czechia are going to have near as strong a finish as they did with My Sister's Crown, because this is just an absolute hot mess. Gabe.
2: I'm going to have my moment of pride and once again, remind everyone that I'm pretty sure I was the only person in the world to say, yeah, this is winning. And it's thankfully written out on Twitter after I watched those rehearsal performances. I thought she was a lot better in that rehearsal than she was actually live on the night. And I think there may have been an element of overexcitement She got breathy very quickly. I wonder whether nerves might have played a role as well. But yeah, the live performance was definitely rough around the edges, let's say. I am less worried, to be honest, about the actual thing. I think they're going to get it together. Obviously, the production possibilities and the kinds of aids you have available to you in the full contest are much, much wider than this. Again, this is the kind of song that, You need the backing vocals. The sort of shouty style in the chorus only works with the backing vocals. It sounds so bare when it's just the single voice. That was a big problem. They won't have that problem at Eurovision. The small stage and the fact that she was perhaps getting a little bit out of breath and so on also are not going to be problems that she has at Eurovision, I believe, because she has time, a lot of time to make sure she's fit enough to sing and dance and run around stage and everything else. So I think they are gonna make the final and I do think it's going to be fine. That said, after the live performance, I did feel very bad for being like, guys, Aiko was great because (coughs) I can genuinely say you did not see the best of her on the night. We've seen her perform on other occasions and she was great. We know she can sing, She is surrounded by creatives and creative people and in exactly the right environment, both where she lives in Brighton and the team are not going to send her onto stage to die. They will make sure it works. So I'm not that worried at the moment. And I think it's going to be great. It's going to make the final and it was my favourite and I voted for it because I could see the potential. Gabe, shall we put a drink on it in Mama that this makes the final? Two drinks. Two drinks, done. Two drinks. (laughs) Because I don't know, I'm already one for zero on predictions this season, so <laughs> I, I'm
0: feeling I'm feeling confident. All right, two drinks in Malmo, this makes the final. Done.
2: It's agreed.
1: <laughs> and for those of you that are listening, we will come back to this inevitably. <laughs> it will even be a picture of Gabe or Adam holding like two pints.
2: By the way, this is a high <laughs> scat. This is a high stakes bet because a pint in Sweden is like ten euros.
1: Oh, or, well, whatever
2: the equivalent is of 10 euros in their fake fantasy land currency they use over there. <laughs> so that is an expensive loss for whoever goes down. And we are both extremely well, we're not jobless, but we're jobless <laughs> in the metaphorical sense rather than the literal sense. And we're broke That's from all, all of our little Euro- silly European holidays. So yes. this is potentially <laughs> bankrupting.
0: Yeah, we're, we're jobless in the Eurofan context in the sense that all of our money goes on this silly little song contest.
1: Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> Two drinks, uh, yeah, that, that could break the bank. But look, I think that is a great way to wrap up this episode. We've been through our seven songs. We have our second song of 2024, I go with Pedestal. And of course, after everything I've said, I do hope that she gets it together. I hope that they give a solid performance on the night and I wish the best of luck to Czechia. MJ, do you have kind of any final thoughts of ESCZ?
1: No, not really. I, like you, echo the same sentiments as someone who really likes Ico's back catalogue. Maybe you are right about it being a little Olivia Rodrigo, Sheen esque. However, I like Olivia Rodrigo, and problematic as it is, I do own several items of clothing from Sheen. So maybe that's to be expected. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just Um, a basic bitch. (laughs) But yeah, I hope she gets it together because I do like her music. I always like it when artists that I enjoy do Eurovision. So
0: amazing. Gabe, any final thoughts on ESCZ?
2: Well, I think personally, again, I just want to finish on the point I started on, which is that institutional knowledge for this stuff builds up over years. You mentioned VidBeer at the beginning. The reason they can run VidBeer in a train station is because they've been running it successfully to a very high production value for years. And a lot of the people at the station now will have worked on Eurovision 2017, where they had teams come in from Sweden and so on and pass on a lot of that knowledge. If the Czech team had that knowledge, then we'd see a vastly stronger national final. And I think it will come in time for me. I think they were brave this year and it was a step forward. It's just, we're going to have to go through some rocky years before we get to the real good stuff. In my opinion, final thought is I'm looking forward to my free pints. <laughs> <laughs> my final thought is we will not be seeing any Swedish teams go
0: near Prague for 2025 because they will not be hosting. <laughs> All the best to everyone in that team look it's great to see a broadcaster really pick it up and i do hope that in future years we see things become a little bit less messy a little bit more organized and just in general a better national final i hope the best for czechia because they are a great country in eurovision this year for me a little bit of a dip but you know i can't deny that the last few years for czechia they, they've been up there for me so yeah, all the best for, for ICO and Pedestal in Malmo in May. And of course, a lot of us will be over there. All three of us will be over there at different points during the week. So if you're going to Malmo, <laughs> you know, please say hi. Gabe, before you go, what socials can we catch you on?
2: You can catch me on Twitter at ESC underscore Gabe and on YouTube ESC gabe and by the time this podcast comes out the eurovision iceberg explain video may well have dropped so go check that out now you finished listening to the podcast for some more eurovision viewing
0: amazing well thank you so much gabe for coming on mj thank you again so much
2: for being so patient with me
1: <laughs> <laughs> always anytime
2: it's a talent yeah. a talent i do not possess
1: I am a teacher, so patience is one of the skills I do have in my arsenal. (laughs) But
0: but yeah, again, guys, thank you so much for listening in. Can't wait for the next episode. We're not sure which national final we're covering next. It definitely won't be FIC, but
1: we will. No, it will not. A because it's Christmas, but also B, Adam P does not watch FIC. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> he does not have the attention span perfect to be fair no. many of us don't i do but patient as we've said
0: thank you guys so much for tuning in and we will see you all again next time and happy eurovision 2024 season
1: and we'll see you all in 2024 bye Woo! guys bye, bye. 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 Can't get no sleep so high on dopamine.